I have an agent. So it's it's a, another world that opened up that mm. I didn't really even know existed. So it's like there's so much to this whole nail industry. And I made myself like a little list of like things that I want to do, like check marks of things. Because once I realized there's nothing wrong with just being behind a table, though. I love my clients. I still need that. But I feel like if I had the routine of every single day doing the same and being in the salon, I don't think I could do it. Yeah, like there's like new things that pop up. I was like, why didn't even know you do this? Yeah, it's, it's amazing how many things you can do. Hey, it's Julie with It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly, where we highlight voices of leaders in every aspect of the nail industry to share with you career guidance, growth hacks, and hilarious stories. Whether you're a licensed nail pro or a nail enthusiast, there's room for all of us to build fulfilling careers, so stick around to learn and laugh. Welcome back to another episode of It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly, and today we have Yvette. I'm so excited to hear your story. She's a celebrity nail artist. She has worked with so many people. You've worked with Nicki Minaj, Kim Petras, Ava Max, Normani. The list goes on. And you've done so many different things in the industry, too. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear your story. Yeah. It's a, yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting one. Yeah. Let's hear it. So how did you get into the nail industry to begin with? So um, I actually started really young like super young. I started when I was like 15. Um, so that's, I always tell my story cause it's, it's so random. So my mom and I went to live in Mexico when I was like 15, 14, 15. And she wanted me to kind of like just do something other than school to kind of keep me distracted. And it was like, she gave me like three choices, which was like cosmetology, I think baking or a computer or something like that. And, uh, yeah, I did cosmetology, but I love the nails. Yeah, so I always I've been doing that like on the side, I guess, like a hobby. I had my little money back, you know, your little side job, after school job, and then once I moved back here, I still did it kind of on the side, and then eventually I was like, you know what, I, I think I'm gonna do this. So then I went to school, got my license, and did all that. Good so stuff. you first learned nails in Mexico yeah, when I was like 15. What was the difference from like learning nails in Mexico versus well, here? Well, back then, like all the nail art and everything was way more advanced over there, a way more advanced. Whoa. Like they were way ahead. Like I remember when I moved back, I was 19. I had on like a full set of acrylics and they were like clear with like little fruits and stuff that are you start seeing now. I had that back then. And I remember I went to like Sally's because I didn't know like nail supplies. So then I just went to like whatever I could find and I just bought like clear acrylic. That's and I literally got a job that day too. Oh my gosh. Just random because I was buying stuff and someone was like, hey, do you know how to do it? Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, just buy this, this, this. And she was like, oh, do you want to come work? And um, I was like, oh wait, hold on. I don't have a license. Wait, she's like, well, you can just like help around the salon and stuff. I was like, oh, I can do that. And then, um, yeah, once I was like, you know what, this is what I'm, because I started going back to college and everything. And I was like, no, you know what? I think I, I kind of want to just do this. I had a regular job and I still did that, did that on the side, but it wasn't until I had my son where I was like, okay, this is it. This is full time. Because... At that point, it was like, okay, I can't be a mom, have a regular job, and then do nails so on the much. side. So I had to let one go, and it was the regular job. Yeah. So well, like, good it did you. I mean, this is incredible, the career you've created out of this. Yeah, it was definitely unexpected, but very blessed. I'm grateful. Yeah. So how did you get into the celebrity world? So I worked at this like popular LA you know, salon for a while, and we had like celebrity clientele come in there all the time. So... It got me a little bit more used to like it's a it's a little different, you know. I don't know. I, I liked it. I did. I just I see everybody the same. I don't really care, you know, who's who or whatever. So I think that also helps. Like, I just like to do nails. So. And then um, eventually, when I went on my own, some of them followed me. Um, by that time, my my social media had grown too, so that also helped a lot. And then a lot of my clients would tag me, so then slowly grew. I love that. Yeah, it's actually funny you said that when you said that you just feel like everybody's the same. Yeah. 
I'll never forget the first time. So I used to work at a spa in New York City. One of my coworkers, she didn't realize that she was sitting with somebody famous. Yeah. And when we came into the back room, she came to like get some of her stuff. We all like crowded her and we were like, oh my gosh, like you're doing so-and-so's nails. Are you nervous or whatever? And she was like, I didn't realize who that was. And then she turned bright red. She couldn't even go back. She broke out in hives. We all felt so oh, bad. Yeah. She I'm was like, so comfortable. Yeah. So you guys made her all nervous. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> we felt so bad. But yeah, like that's the key is just, yeah. they're just other people that, yeah. you know, the same as everyone else. So yeah, you, have you have to, you have to. Yeah, I mean, we live in L.A., so obviously that's... They're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> Everyone's a celebrity, too. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It's like, yeah, whatever. People, like, tell me all the time, and I'm like... And, or sometimes I'll get asked, like, oh, my God, who do you want to do? Oh, my God. I'm like, I don't really care. I did have one person, and I just got to do her, so that was amazing. That one was, like, a cool moment for me, but after... Other than her, I was kind of like, eh. But that was only because of, like, the way that I grew up and being Latina, you know? She was, like, one of our, like, idols i guess no idols so i yeah that was always like on my list but it was more of like that proud like latina moment yeah me, you know and the connection like a full circle yes. yeah but yeah i think and i even told her i was like there's only been two times that i've ever been starstruck and that one was with her a little bit because now i'm like i've been doing this i feel confident yeah. in my work i'm not nervous about am i gonna mess up one time before when i was at that salon um i think it was with kelly Rowland. she yeah because that was like my childhood oh yeah so that was yeah. a time where i was like oh my god i don't want to mess up her nails like i was a little <laughs> nervous and i was so funny because then i got to do her later and she was like the sweetest and she remembered and everything and i was like Aww. girl i was so nervous she was like you were you oh seemed like you were so i was like no girl i was dying i was like sweating <laughs> that's amazing see and she didn't even know it yeah she was like oh she couldn't tell i was like okay good because girl i was sweating so that's the keys. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah, literally, I guess. Fake it till you make it. I'll just go in the back and sweat it out later. <laughs> I love that. So you've done a lot of editorial work as well. Yes. Your work's been in L, Paper, um, Hello Beautiful. How did you get into that side of things? Did it also stem from being in the salon? No, no. This was all that. All that was like way after the salon was only about like two years. Okay. So then, um, that was way after through it, the first ones were through my clients, like just their opportunities, and they kind of just took me along. You know, I have an agent, so it's it's a, another world that opened up that mm. I didn't really even know existed. So it's like there's so much to this whole nail industry, and I made myself like a little list of like things that I want to do like check marks of things. Cause once I realized there's nothing wrong with just being behind a table though, I love my clients. I still need that. But I was like, it's just fun to change it up. I'm that person who likes to change it up. Cause I feel like if I had the routine of every single day doing the same and being in the salon, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. Like there's like new things that pop up. I was like, well, I didn't even know you do that. So I've done like, I have like a little list of commercials or movies or whatever. And I think I've, I think Met Gala is on my list. That's one that I haven't done yet. I still haven't done the Met Gala. But other than that, yeah, it's it's amazing how many things we can do. There's endless opportunities. The industry is amazing. Yeah. And people don't, don't some people don't even know that. They do not. That. Most people don't know that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you, you see those billboards? Someone's yeah. got to do those nails. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So much opportunity. So you specialize in really embellished nails. Your nail art is really intricate. Where do you come up with the inspiration for your sets? And also, you do acrylic, right? Yes. So we were just talking before and you said acrylic is a lost art. I think and yeah. I totally agree with that. Can you talk a little bit more about the actual nail sets you do? Yeah, I definitely. I mean, I, I've adapted, obviously. I Like I said, I've been doing this since I was like 15, so I could do all types of nails. I can. I think if you, I could probably still do an old school press, uh, porcelain layover or whatever, you know, but acrylic, I don't know. It's just different. It's just, I guess it works for different people. You know, there's, that's a cool thing now is that I have 
several clients and some people I do hard gel on, some people I do gelics, some people I do acrylic. Acrylic is like my go-to though. It's just, I could do that with my eyes closed, especially like sculpted. That's another one that's like completely, cause also people tips and everything. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like the, for me, it's like the shape of it, the forming it, or sometimes I'll post it and they'll think it's like gelix. I'm like, no, let's sculpted acrylic. So it gives you like an even more of like a satisfaction. My inspiration and stuff. I don't know. I just, like I was saying, like when I first started, like the whole nail art scene in Mexico was way over the top, was way more advanced than here. So I already had that. Like I had crazy nails on my own and that's what attract those type of clients having it on my own. So I got to play with things, you know, I was doing a lot of the bling and stuff before it was all trendy. I'll take it from random things, jewelry. Like I had a client recently show me like a piece of jewelry. She's like, this is inspo for next week. I was like, okay. And just go from there. That's I love the best that. thing. When you just take inspo from random things. Yeah. Like a piece of clothing or you something. Freestyle it. Mm-hmm. So do most of your clients just let you freestyle? The majority, they'll kind of give me, or, or sometimes if they are inspired by like a nail, because it's another thing, I, I try to avoid copying other nail artists to yeah. the So I'll be like, I'll have them show me two or three, and then I'll just kind of mesh it and make my own thing with it. And I'm like, that's inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're just copy paste. Absolutely. You know? So for a lot of nail techs, one of the biggest struggles is finding clients who want nail art. So I know you said you were wearing it and you attracted those clients. Do you have any advice for somebody who has been working in a salon and they just get the minimalist designs or the clients who just want single colors? How can they ease them into nail art? Number one is always having nail art myself. Like I say that a thousand times and I say that in my class. I always say have nail art, even if you aren't the nail type, like the nail art person yourself is just, it's gonna, because it happens to me that whatever nail design I have, people always they want, want that. it they yep. always want it always <laughs> like it's it's so because then they're, they're sometimes your clients just sit in there and they're obviously they're looking at your hands and they're just like <laughs> well, what is that you know so then i that's that's the number one always have your nail art and if you can't do it yourself well then have some you know do your friends nails or a coworker or somebody and then make sure it's something that you could do but that's that's the easiest ways have it yourself and if you can have like different designs so they can kind of see the variety because one thing i've learned is you can't push your clients to like too far and too fast. Too quickly. Yes, because then they get like, oh no, that was too much. That was too much. Oh my God, that was too much bling. So you just kind of do like, or you, if you do have something like, oh, you know, you want to do like some little bling, we could do like a little tiny thing or something, you know, or we could do like a little nailer on this one. You can suggest it. But I think the main, the easiest way that's always worked for me is have it yourself. If you have it on yourself, nine times out of 10, they're going to want it. They're going to keep looking at it and they're going to want it. Yeah. Cause they're staring at it for so long while they're doing, cause they can see it online. Videos. They can, but, but when they're there, they're kind of like, Oh, that kind of looks pretty, you know, even yeah. if you're a short nail, it doesn't, you don't have to have long nails. It's just, you can have nail art on your natural nails. Absolutely. Especially now it's like kind of, we're kind of reverting back to this shorter lengths. So I'm like, you could definitely have like some fun art. Yeah. And I always tell people too, like, if you don't want to be doing solid colors, stop posting those on social hey, media. <laughs> do not post it. Do not post. I don't, I don't think I even have solid colors on my nails. I was looking through them. I don't think you oh, do. Like, oh, yeah, I don't even think I do. Oh, yeah. I definitely I don't even take pictures of them. So my clients are like, oh, you liked it because you took a picture. I was like, girl, yes, my page has become more exclusive. No. And it's true because like, I love bling. Obviously, well, I, I think I kind of set myself up and I kind of that was like my lane for a while was like just like the rhinestones, which I love, but it got to be only that for a while. So mm. I kind of stopped posting it as well because I'm like, OK, I can do more than just that. So, yeah, definitely whatever you post and promote is definitely what people are going to kind of want to see more. Or also like just posting like other people's work and be like, oh, my God, I really want to do this or something like that. That also kind of helps your client like, oh, wait, I want to do that. Yeah. You know, because you obviously haven't had a chance to do it yourself. So if you put like inspo from like other artists that you like, that's, that's also really good do. advice. I love that. Yeah. 
Yeah. So at what point in your career did you, so you were working in a salon and then you opened up your own salon. Was that around the same time afterwards? No. Or? So it was kind of like, a wow. So I was working at a salon and then I was like, uh, like my own little studio, like just a little private studio for, okay. for a while. And then eventually, like way years after I opened up my own, well, I have a business partner, we opened up a salon. Yeah, it, it was, it was fun. It was fun. I, I loved it, but you know. A lot of crazy things happened. Tell us about it. <laughs> I, that one was just one of those situations. Well, we were open for like three years and okay. it was right during the pandemic. We, like, we kind of were, we we toughed it out. We survived the pandemic and everything. But I, I almost feel like something was just kind of like, no, like you, I don't know if you guys believe in all that stuff, but I believe in signs and all that. And I was like, there was just something telling us like, no. And I was about to sign the lease for another few years and um, I had the paperwork and everything. And I was just kind of like, no, like, I don't know. It's just something's telling me not to. Cause it was just one thing after another. It was like, first it was all the pandemic. And then, well, which, which we survived. Thank God. Our landlord wasn't the best of help. So that was already one thing. Yeah. That one hurdle having to catch up with that. And then it was, we got broken into. And when we got broken into. That's they, so scary. Yeah. Well, luckily nobody was there. It was like, in, like two, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I think one of the girls had showed up and like the glass was broken. She oh, was like, no. uh, they broke it. Oh, like, so what? heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. And the worst part was that they took our equipment. Like, cause we didn't, nobody really has cash. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we didn't really have cash in the salon or anything like that. We didn't even have a, at that point we'd already like taken off our like um, front desk and like, because you know, the girls were independent. So everybody handled yeah, the whole thing. What is there to front take? Desk. Yeah. So there was like nothing, there was no cash registers, nothing. So they took like, I guess they kind of knew but they took like our lamps and our drills and all the stuff that we needed to work oh with. Oh my gosh. But I will say it was amazing. Cause like when we did post a lot of our clients like stepped up and like even the girls, like they, they helped and like sent money or like other, I had a brands reach out and be like, Hey, how many drills do you need? Things like that. So that was really amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, to that see was, the community you built in, like have them yeah, all come like in That help. made me tear up when I had like certain people reach out and be like, Hey, like I know you, you know, like, I have this much or whatever. Like so many people reached out to help. And then later that same year, a car crashed into the salon. What? Like a physical car, just like, you know, so then it was. Was anyone in there? Yes. <gasps> but so we had like stairs in the front of it. Luckily, the like the stairs took like the like the front force. Like it was it was crazy. And the car, nothing happened to the car, which is. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, the girls, uh, two of the girls were working. I had just left and um, they were like, can you come back? Somebody just crashed into the salon. I'm like, wait, what? You don't really it's think of that. Terrifying. Like, I tell people that and they're like, "Wait, someone crashed into a salon?" Yeah. I'm like, yes. How do you process that? It was crazy, and uh, there was like a gas leak and everything. But luckily, nobody was <gasps> oh <my> hurt. God. <laughs> yes, the fire department showed up right away. Nobody was hurt. That was the most important thing. I was like, "Everybody okay? Everybody's fine." I mean, everybody was shaken up, but everybody was fine. Thank God. How do you recover from that? Were you able to even open back up again after that? Or so you we were because they had uh, we had clothes for a little bit because they had to come and make sure that was like no. Um, like structural damage yeah, yeah. and they were like no it was it was there wasn't any like deep structural damage but we had to be boarded up again so then we kind of just worked like that for a while and then eventually it's funny because they never got fixed until we left oh my gosh yeah we worked so like that working for with it boarded up yeah that was that happened in what like october and then we left around april may nothing was fixed oh my god and that just like ruins the environment too it totally- like it's hard to work in an area where it's yeah. You feel like you're stuck in there. Yeah. 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 And then we had work like that, obviously, before when they had broken. And so we already boarded up. So it was kind of like, it's just, you need sun. We need like, even just looking out the window right now. It's just, we yeah. need a little bit of open space. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I mean, you know, things happen for a reason. That's what I always say. So. 
As you know, this podcast is sponsored by Orly, but what you might not know is that Orly Plus is the educational platform made just for professionals that Orly recently launched. On Orly Plus, you can access free on-demand courses to master your skills, and that's available worldwide. If you are based in the US or Canada, you also have access to the Orly Plus online shop, where professionals get 50% off retail on all Orly product. And this one is for you, it's the Nail Thing listeners who are licensed nail professionals. Get 20% off on your first order when you sign up on Orly Plus. Just head on over to orly.plus on your browser, O-R-L-Y dot P-L-U-S, and sign up if you are a licensed nail professional and use the code NAILPOD20, N-A-I-L-P-O-D-2-0, and you'll get 20% off your first order. So what are you up to now? Still working. You know, I've recently moved more closer to like Cape Town area um, okay. at my friend's salon. You know, kind of helped each other out too. Because obviously with, with everything, you know, she had, she opened up around the same time, like during the pandemic and stuff. So we kind of just helped each other out. So we kind of merged with her independent still. And then obviously I still have my clients. Um, I still get to do a lot of like my agency work and stuff like that, like editorial and all that fun stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah, I like that. I like that every day. It's like, a, like I have a photo shoot tomorrow. So it's like, it's fun, fun stuff. Yeah, that's perfect. And to also have, you know, a space to kind of work in a salon environment yeah, while I, still doing agency stuff. That's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. A lot of people were like, oh, like I, they either do, they can't do, if they're doing an agency, they can't do a salon. I was like, I, my clients are used to it. They kind of know that things are going to pop up last minute. They're very flexible. I will say I'm super grateful. And then like the new ones, the new clients that I do take, I do kind of give them a little bit of a disclaimer. Like that is part of like, if you come to me that you might have oh, to be rescheduled a little bit. Yeah, you I didn't know? even really think of that. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of have to give them that disclaimer. And if they're cool with it, then they, you know, a lot of times, most of the times they're like, they're fine with it. Very interesting to like create a schedule like that. Yeah. Because that's not typical at all. No. I love that. No, we don't like typical. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like to be regular. <laughs> Yeah, it's usually all one way or the other, yeah, especially no. with agencies to, you know, getting booked, left or traveling so much. Do you yeah. have to travel a lot or is it mostly in L.A.? It's mostly in L.A. I don't have too crazy. I do have like a couple things here and there, but not too much. It's mostly like, but even then, that's just L.A. is like a drive to drive here. There, yeah. There, yeah. I was 10 miles away and it still took me an hour. Yeah, <laughs> like... That's insane to me. <laughs> Like how way the traffic works. So people ask like, oh, how far is it? I was like, it depends on what time it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's the same on the weekends too. It never lets up. So when it comes to nail art and nail styles, is there any trends that you would like to see make a comeback? I think I can, I'm kind of seeing it, seeing it now, which are like all the 3D stuff. I live for yes, that stuff. Yes, I yes. live for that stuff. I know it's all very abstract now. So I remember back when I first, when I, Except when I first had moved back, we were in the whole 3D flowers and all that type of stuff. So I feel like now it's like that, but elevated. So I, I like how when things come back, they come back, but like a different or like a oh, more yeah. modern twist. Oh yeah, there's always twist. a twist on it. And yeah. I love that. I love that. And I think that's that's what I'm living for right now is like the whole 3D aspect of it. I love that. Have you ever been in any competitions? I haven't actually. That's one. Have you ever I thought of done. doing it? No. I, th- I mean, I guess it'll give you like bragging rights, and I, but I, I watched them and I, I loved watching them. Like, I remember I've gone to a few trade shows where like I'll sit and watch like the it's, a, it's crazy, amazing yeah. Yeah. watching like all the stuff they do. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. And, it's a whole nother world. It's really fun. Yeah, it is. It's fun to watch it. So I can only imagine like being in it, but maybe who knows? We'll see. We'll might do it. Yeah. Because I was looking at your work and I'm like, she should do competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A few people, they'd be like, we can spot. I'm like, yeah, we'll see. But it does get very stressful. Yes. And a lot of time into those sets that you probably don't have. <laughs> and that's that's another yeah. thing because, you know, I am a mom too. So it's like they have to balance out like work and 
family and all that other stuff. So it's Oh yeah. And honestly too, being with an agency, I don't know anybody who has a family that is with an agency. I think you're the first person I've actually met that said that they have, you know, a kid and and work with an yeah, agency. How do you? Am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a lot of help. You know, my mom helps me a lot with my son and he's kind of grown to, they adapt, you know, he's, he's adapted. Oh, yeah, he loves it. To, yeah. I remember one time we were saying something and I was like, yeah, you're not, you, you don't have a regular mom, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he's like to him, it's normal. I'm like, you know, it's not that normal. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. Like I've gotten to do cool stuff that he'll see or he'll be like, he'll text me. I remember there was, uh, I forgot what it was. I think with Nikki, she did some something. I think uh, it was like a video game or something. And he was like, did you do it? I was like, yeah, actually I did. I forgot about those. <laughs> I was like, wow. So, you know, every now and then he, he he's proud of me. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad you have the support from your mom too. Because yeah. that is... Yeah, you definitely have to have, um, like, what do they say? It takes a village. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So if you are, if you do have a family and you're looking to get an agency work, she's your inspiration. Yeah, can. <laughs> you can do it all. We can. I mean, why not? Yes. That's the way I see it. I was like, let me try it. If I don't like it, I won't do it again. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, okay, there's definitely certain things that I, in the industry, that I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to do that type of work anymore. I'd rather lean more towards this. So that's another thing too. Like with my agents, they kind of know like certain things that I'm like, I like, obviously we all have to pair dues. We all have to do, you know, the editor. We know how all that works. But at a certain point, I'm like, okay, I think I've been in, in you know, there's certain, how do I say it? Like boundaries to set. Yeah, I guess like minimums and stuff. It's like, I think at a certain point you pay your dues, you're good, you know? Yeah. When do you feel like that point is for somebody who might have just gotten with an agency? When do you think it's appropriate to kind of set your boundaries? I don't think there's like a specific time frame, but I will say one thing about, and this might be a little controversial, I guess, but I do believe still, because I know nowadays a lot of people are like anti like internships and things like that, but I mm. feel like you, you, we kind of have, we, we kind of have to, I mean, as long as it's done in like a, in like an ethical way and it's not somebody straight up just taking advantage of you, but like if people do want to get into it, sometimes that's the game you have to play, you know, like you have to kind of like, you're still getting paid and I get it. Like, for example, people be like, oh, we're not doing the whole shout out for shout out things anymore. Obviously that's not because, you know, we now we know with social media, it's not as effective as it used to be. But there are times when you can do like collaborate with like amazing photographers or hairstylists and get like great images and that's good for your portfolio. And here and there, it's fine. Like, if you have the time and it's not taking away from like, let's say you have, you don't have clients, but why not? You know, sometimes you do, it's okay to do those things. And it's, you know, also, I mean, obviously we all have to get paid, but like, I personally love what I do. So it's not always just the money. Sometimes it's just like being able to, you know, the art of it. Yeah. I, yeah. For me, it's definitely about the art too. Yeah. And it is such a hands-on thing. You can't really learn this if you're not in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's no manual that's no. going to help you figure it out. Unless I've you're... had to figure out so many things. Like the girls that work with me or that I've met, I've tried to kind of teach, you know, not teach them, but like I kind of try to tell them, hey, do this or don't do that or things that I had to learn the, the bad way. And one big thing that I always say as nail techs, we are always an afterthought, unfortunately. Yep. Always, 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 always an afterthought. And it's so sad even when we do get credit on like an editor or something, we're kind of like, oh my God, we're so excited. I'm like, that's so sad that we even get excited because we should just automatically be getting credit. But, but also I make my space. And that's one thing I learned because it's so sad to say that makeup artists and hairstylists sometimes are some the ones that are kind of like, you know, instead of the actual person or celebrity, whoever you're working yeah. with, they're very nice or very sweet. But yeah. People are like, oh, well, I have to, and like, no, you have to make your space. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm going to go in there. I'll, I'll literally grab my client's hand and be like, um, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. And before I would be like just waiting on the sideline, like Same. making time. Yeah. Like, okay, like, can I, can they'll, they'll let me in, no, right? No, <laughs> they will not. No, they will not. I'll make my time. Like, no, if I, I have totally to get under that. there, it's fine, but whatever. 
you have to definitely make your space and like just make make it known that you're there too. Don't, yeah. don't become invisible because then if you do, they will look at you like that too. You have to present yourself as an authority. Otherwise, you, you will get stepped on. You will. Because you're already like considered the bottom of the barrel. It's Which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then there's things where I'm like brand stuff where you're like, it's mostly hands. How did y'all not think of this? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, all the time when I see stuff, I'm just like, did they not think to put nails on that or hire somebody who knew they were doing for nails like they clearly don't invest a lot of money into yeah into those things all the time but i mean it's definitely way better than it used to be oh yeah (laughs) yes we have come a long way we have definitely come a long way which i'm like like i said it's like learning you have to like just live it but i think a lot of my experiences nobody's i've gotten advice from some people which i'm grateful there's definitely people in the industry which i'm like grateful that they give me advice but the majority of it has just been figuring it out yeah Gotta so make I try those to mistakes. help people. Yeah. So if they ask me, that's one thing. Whoever asks me, I always try my best to answer. Like veterans in the industry, it's kind of like our obligation to help people that not make so many mistakes. You would think, <laughs> but there are people who gatekeep, and that's one thing I hate. So much. I hate. And years ago, it was like crazy I hate bad with the gatekeeping. Because in my mind, for example, somebody like, "Oh, what products do you use to do this?" I'm like, it does not take away anything from you telling this girl and like the other side of the country yeah what are and you gonna she's lose next to you, who cares she's yeah. not gonna take your clients unless you live in a tiny ass little town yeah everybody's everybody's different i don't i don't gatekeep i remember somebody was selling like their supply list i was like but hey to each their own you know everybody has their own opinions yeah. i just think that if you pay it forward the universe will pay it back so do you have an orally story is there any orally products you use a lot yes well I still use a couple, but I think back, well, nowadays, you know, everybody's moved on to gel polish, but when we used to use like regular polish at the salon, I think the neons, oh my God, the Orly neons are hands down like the best neons that I think I've ever used like nail polish wise. And gel, I think the gel formula still yeah. is like, yeah. it matches it, which a lot of times it doesn't. That's, I've said that so many yeah, times. A lot of times it doesn't, but They're I still, so I still matching. love, I think it's Beach Cruiser, which is that neon pink. That neon oh pink. yes i it's love so it bright yeah too. i still use that I one it. i use the gel form now but i remember that one we would literally all the time have to keep that one stocked up because that one was like the most popular one and the neon yellow what is it glow stick yes that one and then the rubber base was like the go-to i still really one. Bonder, i still have it in my kit i'm obsessed with yeah i still yeah. have it in my kit i don't really do too many natural nails but i still have it just yeah. in case. <laughs> i feel like everyone who just always has bonder on hand yeah. just in case <laughs> yeah yeah because it's just yeah it's just one of the best ones i mean I don't know why, and it just dries so fast. But yeah, those I think for sure are like those products that I always remember. I remember the names. Yeah, I, just I love that. I it's remember like that we always had to keep that one stocked up. And if it was gone, <laughs> we'd have to be like, oh my God, we're like, we, we already knew that that one had to be stocked up. And like yeah. I said, I still keep it, keep the neon, the pink one for sure. I still use it. The gel I version. love that. Yeah, I feel like they've always been a little bit ahead of the game with the collection of colors. Yes. Because they're the pigments. Like yes. The very pigmented. Very good. And there was another one that almost looked like Tiffany, like a teal color. Oh my God, it was so pretty. I still have it, I think. I'm horrible with names, but I think those are, and then the golds, they also were ahead because they had really cool metallics. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I remember the rose gold was like one of my go-tos. I would use it as a base for like when I do full rhinestones and stuff too. Yeah, a few ones that I for sure still use. I love that. So when it comes to editorial work, we'll say, what is a do and a don't that you would give to somebody who's just starting out? Don't overthink it. That's, that's a... One thing I for sure learned is that when you're doing editorial set, whatever you want to call it, all this type of work that's not like permanent, you don't have to do every single step. You do not have to. 
yes it does not need to last (laughs) it doesn't need to last like it it doesn't matter and i remember i would bring like people to help me and assist me and i'm like girl no 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 like cut that no like we need to get in and out like it's all about speed try to prep as much as you can i try to prep as much as i can even if they don't ask for prep work i just try to have like if it's tips if it's press-ons i try to kind of have them like i will have like you know just try to be prepared because we are given the least amount of time and so yeah so i think the main do is um sorry the main do is like just be prepared and don't overthink, don't overthink it, don't don't overdo it. Like it doesn't need to last. You just need it to be on for whatever you're shooting, and that's it. And then the don't is just yeah, well don't overthink, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. It's actually funny when you said that it triggered a memory that I have. So I was doing the cover magazine and the model, I had done these like I knew it wasn't gonna last, right? So I did the flowers out of paper. It was supposed to be like this weird abstract kind of look. Oh, and I made these everything out of paper and I put it on. And before they did the shoot, she was like, can I leave real quick? I have to go do a an audition. So she left and then came back and the entire thing was destroyed. I had to shoot it all over again. And I was just like, why would you let how do you the model have the common- leave? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> how do you not have common sense? Yeah. <laughs> Some people don't have common sense. I was so upset. But yes, be prepared for anything. You know, just be prepared. Have be prepared. Stuff in your kit just to fix things up and redo it twice if you need yep. to. <laughs> yeah. Like even when I have like pre-made sets, I always have the products that I use to do. That's yes. another thing. So That's- no matter what you have, whatever you use to bring that, bring it with you because you're going to be forced. Because I remember one time I made the mistake of like gluing on the wrong size and I had to go make it. I was like, oh no. So I had all, but I had, it was like such a last minute thing that I usually always make extras, but I just didn't have time to make extras. Yeah. I made exactly the same, but I already knew my client's number. So I was like, it's fine. But when I glued them, I glued them on the wrong way. Oh no. So I'm like, I had to make a new one real quick while she was, I don't know, luckily it was, you know. But again, yeah, you have to just be prepared. Oh my gosh, that sinking feeling in your heart when you're like, oh God, I just but messed it, up. But then we go back to faking it till you make it <laughs> yep, because nobody like, no, knew. I'm fine, everything's fine. Nobody knew. I was like, <laughs> I, I meant inside, to I'm that dying. And I'm like, oh my God, I just put up a Oh well. That's amazing. But nobody even found out <laughs> until now. <laughs> so, what's next for you and your journey? Is there any projects you're working on? Yeah. Um, well, I'm always working on something. So like right now I do have something pretty, pretty cool coming up. It's going to focus more on like my design artwork, like more on that part, okay. of, you know? So um, I'm really, really excited because it's something, it's definitely something that's going to be like, rev- not revolution. Well, yes, it's different. I mean, I think we need it. We need it. And especially like during the pandemic, the shift has changed you know as to like what we see now like i find myself doing a lot more like even just people nowadays regularly do a lot of press ons and like mm-hmm. things like yeah. that so um this is something yeah i'm very excited and it's going to focus more on my artwork oh so i mean i've been doing nails for like technically almost 20 years <laughs> that makes me but but almost 20 years so like i always have the realization of i mean i can't physically do this obviously for the rest of my life so but i still want to be within this world because yeah I it, you know so that's something that's hopefully because I won't be able to do so many clients, you know, but it's, you know, it's the artwork of it, which is what I like most. Well, that's exciting. We can't wait to see what it is. Um, yeah, I'm excited as well. Hopefully soon. Well, Yvette, it was so great hearing your story. I'm sure everybody got some really great information and advice from you. Oh, thank you. Um, you've done so many things. So it's awesome to hear your story. Thank you so much for being on here. Well, thank you for having me. You know, obviously, you know, it's an honor. You guys thought about me. So thank you for that. I always like to take advantage of things like this because I feel like we didn't have all this before. We did not, yeah. Like, you know, I'm always open answering all the questions and just helping out as many people as I can. Share your story. We love it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for tuning in to It's a Nail Thing brought to you by Orly. 
Yvette shared her experience and advice balancing editorial work, salon clients, and her family life. She reminded editorial artists to always, always be prepared for anything since you truly never know what's going to happen as you've heard. Make sure to follow her on Instagram at Yvette underscore G to see all her incredible nail art and celebrity client work. Don't forget to follow Orally on all socials and also at Orally Plus on Instagram. And make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so don't be shy to leave us a review. A big thank you to Phonogenic Studios for killing it with the audio during this interview. We will be back next week with another episode and another great guest. If you want to suggest somebody we should interview, email us at podcast at orallybeauty.com.